Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, yesterday I spoke out of Chronicles, and today I'm speaking out of Exodus. I'm going back a number of books because I want to share again how God speaks to people and how God spoke to Moses. I shared yesterday how he spoke to Solomon and how he said, if my people are called upon my name, will honor me, serve me, that he would make the way straight. And you know what? God wants to touch each of our lives. I believe that. Our Heavenly Father, may our hearts and our minds understand the depths of your relationship with us. You want each one of us to believe in you and to trust in you and to go to you. And Lord, we come to you in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and ask that you would deliver us. Deliver us from sin. Deliver us from the evil one. Deliver us from those desires that plague us. Deliver us from the lack of commitment. Lord, we have a world that wants to do their own thing, that live in selfish ambition. Lord Jesus, I pray that we would honor you. We would follow you first and foremost, and we would listen so carefully to the still, small voice of God. Lord, as we spend time alone with you, and I pray we do, I pray everyone spends time alone with you to get alone each and every day, Lord. Help them to get alone with you and just to talk and just to listen. And Lord, may your Holy Spirit direct them and open up new doors for them. May the power of God overwhelm them. Oh, God, overwhelm us this day. I love you, Lord. I thank you for this opportunity. Lord Jesus, I pray you would strengthen me in my weaknesses. Give me power to overcome anything that would come my way. Help me to forgive people with an incredible passion to forgive them. And God, help people to forgive me if I've ever hurt them. Lord Jesus, I love you. I thank you for loving me. I pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen. Well, Moses was able to experience the glory of God. What an experience that must have been. And can you imagine the highs and lows? Here Moses was leading the Israelites out of Egypt. They had been slaves in bondage for years, but they were still alive. Some of them didn't even want to leave because at least they knew they were alive and they were afraid they would have been killed. And, of course, many of them were down the line. And many of them lost their lives due to all the years wandering. But you know what? They got away. And God did some incredible miracles. How would you like to see the Red Sea open right in front of your eyes and that you can go running through it all the way across and then look back and see the Egyptian army chasing you down with their chariots and their leaders and their horses. And suddenly the water overflows them and kills every single one of them because the hand of Almighty God, because God was in charge, because God was directing them, and Moses was being obedient, even though it's tough because people didn't get it. And folks, i got to tell you this, everyday people don't get a lot of things. We don't get sometimes how God answers prayer. We don't get how he heals the sick, how he raises the dead, how he causes the blind to see. We don't get how he provides financial means when there is no financial means because we don't have the faith to believe that. And he wants all of us to believe in him, believe that he can do all things. He says, I can do all things through, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We find that in Philippians 4.13, the apostle Paul made that very clear. And we know. And I know by my life that God has done miraculous things 
over the years. I watched it happen as a kid growing up with my parents. I watched it happen as a teenager. I watched it happen as a grown-up. I watched the power of God work. He even worked through our mistakes. He even worked through those times when we made some really poor choices. And folks, every one of us have made those. There's not a one of us listening today that has not made a poor choice somewhere along the road. We're all guilty. We've all sinned and we've all fallen short of the glory of God, but in God's grace, he has forgiven us. He has loved us. He has given us power to overcome. He's given us strength in our weaknesses, and he wants to give you strength today. And whatever your weaknesses are, I pray you'd call upon him. Well, let me just share out of the 33rd chapter of Exodus and Moses seeing the glory of God. Verse 12, Moses said to the Lord, you've been telling me, lead these people but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name, and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways, so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this is a nation is your people. And the Lord replied, my presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Moses was having a great prayer. He was seeking God. He said, Lord, please, dear God, teach me your ways. I want to know what you have for me. I want your favor to rest with me. People, do you ever pray that prayer? God, teach me your ways. I want your favor to rest on me. Maybe we should start praying that prayer. Maybe we should say, dear God, I want your favor. I want your direction. I want to know you more. And then I'm going to ask you this, what are you doing to get to know him more? Are you spending time with him alone in prayer? Are you spending time with him in the word of God? Are you spending time with him within a local church body somewhere? Are you spending time with him as you go down the road and when you come home from work? Are you spending time with him? Does he know you care so deeply for him that you would do anything for him, anything to spend time with him? Then Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. Well, that was a wise thing to say, wasn't it? If your presence doesn't go, Lord, don't send us. We don't want to go on our own. How many times do we try to tackle things all by ourselves? Folks, I've been as guilty as anybody, just taken off on a path thinking that I knew what was right, without really seeking God's direction, people, we need to seek God's direction. Ask God's leadership for us. And then he says this in verse 16, How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people in the face of the earth? See, Moses is being real, isn't he? He's laying it out. He is being direct real with Almighty God. And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked, because I am pleased with you, and I know you by name. Guess what? He knows you by name. Carla, Lindsay, Henry, Jay, Charlie, Steve, Betty, Melissa, TJ, Tom. He knows you by name. He knows everything about you. And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you asked. 
Then Moses said, now show me your glory. Now show me your glory. Now that's kind of brave. You're talking to Almighty God. Lord, show me your glory. Oh, man, can you imagine that? That could be scary. And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you, and I will proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face, for no one may see me and live. But that's an interesting statement too, isn't it? Lord, I will. I, God said, I will have mercy on who I choose. I will have compassion on whom I choose. We don't know who God chooses to have compassion on. We don't know why God does what he does. I think we think back of a lot of stories and wonder why it happened that way. I think back of Abraham Lincoln, who really was starting to change the course of history, and he had a love for God, and he was, he was trying to be a difference maker in the world, but yet he was assassinated. And you think, God, why would you take this man out who was starting to make a difference for you and for everything else? I don't know. If I did, if I did, I think everybody would listen to me. If I did, I think I'd probably have the most listened to radio show on the radio. But we don't know. But we know God's plan is greater than our plan. Verse 21 says, Then the Lord said, There is a place near me where you may stand on a rock. When my glory passes by, I will put you in the cleft of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will remove my hand and you will see my back, but my face must not be seen. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? God, I'll show you, I'll show you Moses, my back. I cannot show you my face. No one can see my face and live. Can you imagine how privileged Moses was? God gave him a glimpse of himself. God showed him that he was real, that he was alive, that he was well, and it wasn't, a, it wasn't just a, a, a cute story and that things were qu- uh, just a coincidence. Oh, it's just a coincidence a Red Sea parted. What do you know about that? Well, of course it wasn't. God Almighty's hand was in it. People of God, many of you have seen the Almighty hand of God. Many of you will see the almighty hand of God. Are you looking for the almighty hand of God? Are you asking him to show you his way, show you his power, show you his direction? Are you asking him to give you peace in the midst of the storm clouds? What are you doing with him? Then he went on in the 34th chapter, and the Lord said to Moses, chisel out two stone tablets. And so that's when he chiseled out two stone tablets with the Ten Commandments. And he shared those things with the people. And that was an amazing story of his own. I would encourage you to read Exodus. It is always inspiring, no matter what, because you see God so clearly. You see our Heavenly Father so clearly. You know, we spend a lot of time in the New Testament, we as pastors, because of the New Covenant and because so many things have passed. And now the temple of God lives within us. It's not the, quote, temple as it was in the Old Testament, but it's the temple of God lives within us. That's what matters is serving God, the power of God within us. And, you know, and that's why he says in the New Testament, you believe in me. I brought a new covenant that I shed Jesus Christ, shed his blood on Calvary for each and every one of us that we could have life and we could have it abundantly because we believe in Jesus and our sins are forgiven. We don't have to go to the to the altar with sacrifices, with animal sacrifices, because Jesus sacrificed it all. 
Do you believe in the Word of God? Do you believe in what God told Moses? I hope you do. I hope your life is different because of the power of Almighty God. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.